hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Amber. And we are two girls and a bottle of wine. Because men like booze. And girls like wine. We almost had Ashley. Ashley was almost going to be on the podcast. But she's road tripping. And that's not great for podcasting. It's it's fine for calls. But yeah. So maybe next time. Yes, next time. In two weeks. I kind of like yeah. this every other week pattern. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> and life-wise. So, yeah. hmm. lots of stuff going on. I know, but I always forget it all. I feel like in school sometimes when you get called on and then like your mind goes blank and you're like, what did happen? That's why you should have a note, like on your phone. I should. Well, normally I keep it in my planner, but I failed to do that recently. You're bummed about Oktoberfest. I'm so bummed about Oktoberfest. So this it's would be extremely sad. I oh, what? This would be when you're there, right? Uh, yeah. So I probably would have been back because uh, it's would have started this last Thursday. So it would have gone Thursday to Sunday, and then I would have flown back yesterday. Um. So today I would have been my first like day back into work and all of that. But no, instead I sat and was sad and Nick made beer brats though. And this um, cheesy hash brown thing that Regan makes every year, he was missing it. So we made that on Sunday. And because when we went in June to lacrosse, we had uh, some spotted cow leftover. So we drank spotted cow. So, and because it was cool on Sunday, it was almost like we were back in Wisconsin. It was great. (laughs) It was. It definitely got cool fast. I rotated my closets on Saturday, Saturday, thinking I was doing it a little early, but it was the only free Saturday I have for a while. So I was like, just get it done. You can, you can wear your lighter stuff. And then Sunday, bam, cold front. And I was like, whoa, good (laughs) job, Janet. It was so nice. I know you're in heaven. You're in heaven. Fall is officially here. The weather is a little bit cooler. It's supposed to be a little warm this week, maybe? Yeah, today I had to turn my air conditioning on while I was working from home because it was like 80 degrees in here and I was not okay. See, I have been freezing in my house and I don't have the air on. I wish I was freezing. I don't have the air on. Sweating right now. You have a sweatshirt on. I know it was because I didn't like the tank top that I was wearing. And so um, since you were going to be able to see me, I put a sweatshirt on because that was the closest thing to me. <laughs> you are awesome. And then you you had a gala. You attended a gala. You got to talk about that because a gala so, that isn't actually 100% a gala. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, it was definitely interesting. They had this like... So it was for Children's Hospital. It's a gala that um, children throws every year um, to kind of honor different people um, throughout the organization and different things. And this year it was called Hope From Home. And my uh, direct boss, but also our director of the lab, was one of the uh, eight, I think, seven or eight um, heroes that we were uh, honoring. Mm -hmm. And so they chose, she was able to kind of share her night with um, some other people. And because a lot of this was based around our COVID efforts, uh, she chose people that were 
significant in helping with COVID. And so I was fortunate enough to be chosen as one of those people. And um, Nick and I got to go to her house and hang out with some of um, the other colleagues of mine and their significant others. And the gala was virtual and the lovely DJ, it looked like he was in fifth grade. Like, not because of him, but, like, his background was so cheesy. It was just, it was very What kind of background? Paint a picture, Amber. Like, it was, like, this disco-colored, like, coloring. Like, it honestly looked like somebody did it on, like, pick art or something like that. Like, on one of those paintbrush things. And it was just, like, hanging out in the background. But you could kind of tell it was a green screen. So then everything else was weird. It was... It was awkward. It sounds but, like it. Um, we got gourmet food delivered, which was amazing. What did you eat? Um, hmm? What did you eat? So we had, uh, was it, it was some kind of roast beef, something, um, broccoli, potatoes. We also had this really nice uh, goat cheese and pomegranate salad. And then we had cheesecake. And then she had out a lot of hors d'oeuvres and then. We had wine and stuff like that. And so uh, Kelsey Ballerini sang from her home studio. So she sang uh, Homecoming Queen, Hole in the Bottle, Mm. and then something else. I love that song, Hole in the Bottle. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But it was so much fun. My boss's house is amazing. Um, Goals, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. And she has this gorgeous window that, like, looks out onto the mountains. So we actually got to see the sunset as well. Oh, my god! And gosh. it was so cute. Sorry, I started thinking about the dog that she has. And that made me say cute. But the sunset was beautiful and the dog was cute. <laughs> it's all good. Sorry. It's all good. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I think that... It would have been nice to be in person, but at the same time, that was such a fun night and getting to hang out with everybody um, at her home. It was really nice. Awesome. Let's take a break. When we come back, we got a lot to talk about. That Google Doc is full. So we'll be right back with two girls and a bottle of wine. Okay. We're going to jump in. Mass Singer, which has a new episode tonight. So our discussion will be outdated, but Busta Rhymes... First guy unveiled. He was the dragon. What did you think? He um, he did good. Actually, all of the performances that first night were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really liked the way that they were doing the show this year, um, with like the judges having to put in their guesses first before even like saying anything out loud, and then uh, revealing who was the closest. I like that, but. I wasn't that sad that the dragon went home. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I saw a cool statistic. Nick Cannon um, said that the season four contestants have a combined net worth of over $398 million, which I feel like is not a lot. Yeah, that's not really. They have 46 Grammy nominations, three world records, an Olympic gold medalist, and an Oscar nominee in a major category. Yeah, I've heard that the stars this year are supposed to be really big. Mm-hmm. 
We shall see. Uh, Some of the Masked Singer fans already think they know who the sun is. Have you seen that? Is it okay if I tell you what they think? (laughs) I don't want to ruin anything for you. No, I bet I'm I'm thinking that I probably know who they're guessing. Well, so I know a lot of people were thinking that Samuel breaking and then maybe Christopher. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. That's not good. Should we try this on non-video? You think that would be better? No. Okay. So you said Demi Lovato. Who else? Uh, Christina Aguilera. Well, this this article that I found says Leanne Rhymes, because an online sleuth. I don't think I shared the link. I think I may have found this today. Um, found an old video of her performing the exact same song that she performed last week back in 2019. Hmm. Yeah. But was she on Mickey Mouse? I don't think or, so. Like, yeah, I didn't think so either. But then b- with the torch reference, they're saying it could be um, Olympic person Lindsay Vaughn. Yeah, but there was something with um, Mickey Mouse. Like, there was a reference to Mickey Mouse. So it has to do something with the Mickey Mouse Club or something. See, this is where you and Ashley are so much better at this game than me. <laughs> I don't retain the clues. I'm horrible. Oh, Ashley's amazing at this game. I am just okay. <laughs> I know. She really is. Um, yeah. So do you have any guesses on any of the peeps? I have no guesses. <laughs> I need to watch another night. I think, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any guesses. Well, we've only had one, one real night. Um, the giraffe, they have several guesses. I, I've heard Anthony Ramos, who's from Hamilton. Fred oh, Durst, yeah. Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit, And even RuPaul. I think RuPaul is a really good guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll Back see. Back to, I'm hoping it is, but I don't know. So, and then first impression. What's your first impression of the show? You loving? Oh, I always loved The Masked Singer, but I was very confused at how they had a live audience. They and don't. then I read that they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is happening? And the owls, I heard, I saw a guess of Vince Gill and Amy Grant. That's a pretty good guess. The only thing is, is that I thought that they were like brother and sister vibes. So I'm not really sure about that. And I love that everybody's immediate reaction was the Olsen twins before they heard them sing. They would never. Right. I was like, (sighs) really, guys? They would never do this. Right. And I think they're pretty heavy smokers. So I don't know that they would be able to sing lovely. Yeah. But actually, I thought that Donny Osmond and Marie Osmond might have been a good guess, too. Yeah. I mean, I know that Donny Osmond was already on, but I don't know. It would be I a different like dynamic with his sister. It would. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited because they seem there's a lot of really good voices so far. Ooh, someone else guessed the Snow Owls as Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. That would be amazing. From Schitt's Creek. Okay, thanks. I was like, uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> I saw. Me. See, this is why video is good because I can see your face and you're like, <laughs> I don't know who those people are. Did you not watch the? Was it the Emmys? Uh, no, I did not. Speaking of award shows, 
Did you watch the Country Music Awards? I did. I didn't watch it the night of. Um, I had to watch it later, but um, I did watch it. Did you like it? It was okay. It was it was odd. And then I didn't know a lot of the people singing, so that was hard for me. But did but, it introduce you to any new people that you might be interested in? Um, I did listen to that one person that you told me to listen to, the guy or Mitchie or... It's a girl. Gala. Mickey Geiger? Yeah, that one. Yeah, she performed. She was good. Okay. Why did you not know her gender? Oh, no, no, no. I thought her oh. name was like Guy or something. Like, I thought her last name or something had to ah. do with a G. It is. Geiger. Oh, Geiger. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's where my head was going. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Jumping into Dancing with the Stars. So... I was trying to be super ahead of it, so I did all my notes on Sunday, and I was like, girls, I got the notes up, what's up? And then I'm like, Janet, you're going to have a Dancing with the Stars to catch up with. So, I did see articles that uh, about Tyra Banks and the TikTok sh- that she oh, posted yeah. after last week. I didn't think she, I don't think she's doing a bad job. What's, what's your impression of Tyra? Oh, I do Tyra? not like her. Oh, Why? So I like Tyra. Now, this is really where we do need Ashley because she's a huge Tyra Banks fan. And I'm not not a Tyra Banks fan. It's just I don't I think she's trying to live up to something. I feel like she's not being herself. And so it's making things awkward. And because she's trying to do the job of two different people. So, you know, she's trying to do the first part where they talk about the dance and then she's coming in and she's trying to, like, do the little interview that they used to do, too. And it's just not working. There's mm-hmm. something that isn't clicking. Um, so it is really awkward to watch. And uh, so I understand why people are upset. I don't think she deserves all the negativity necessarily that's coming her way. People are mean. But um, yeah, I think it's just she's trying to be something maybe that she isn't or she's just really wanting to do a good job and it's just not coming off right. So Got I just it. think it's awkward. So last week we had some Caitlyn drama where we weren't sure if she was going to dance. And I was like, are you kidding me? This is the only reason I'm watching this season. Okay. But now I love Nellie and I kind of like Anne Heche. But anyway, um, (laughs) initially, Caitlyn was the only reason I was watching. Yeah. And they built that up. And then for her partner to come out and be like, she's going to dance. It's fine. And she killed it. She did. They needed some kind of drama. Yeah. And she's like, she's good at the drama. And then she was she on is. Instagram all week, giving updates, better MRI. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if she has to drop out? Like, I was feeling for the girl. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's been looking forward to this forever. And then she was back this week and it, it's just tendonitis. Yeah. And what did she say? Yep. Uh, tendonitis and something else. I, nothing big. Like, I think it's just like a sprain or like stress or something like that. Yeah. So. And who, um, who went home last week? Uh, the older gentleman whose name I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping for Carol Baskin to go home. That did not happen. But you got your wish this week. Did you watch Dancing with the Stars last night? Oh, shit. No. So, okay, but wait. So I watched all of it up until the last five minutes. Why would you do that? Because I didn't think they were getting rid of anybody last night. I thought they were getting rid of people tonight. No. 
<laughs> Shit. Dancing with the Stars isn't on tonight. I know, but I I don't know. <laughs> Are you okay? No. <laughs> oh my <sighs> gosh, Amber. It's really hard to <laughs> I did. I watched it all the way up until the last five minutes. And then I just assumed that there wasn't anybody going home last night. And I turned it off. So Carol Baskin's ex-husband's family is suing her. Did you see that? So I did see that. And I went back and watched the commercial that was put. um, I mean, I just looked it up. But I did watch the commercial as well. Mm -hmm. And do you think they have a valid lawsuit? I don't know. These days, anything is a valid lawsuit. Um, I mean, I could sue the glitter company for not making my poop glitter, but, and I'd probably win. <laughs> so they're claiming that Carol Baskins ha- ha- was has been complicit with jokes about her former husband's death on Dancing with the Stars. And I haven't well, seen that. People had I made haven't... jokes. Have you, did you notice this week? They did not. Yeah, I mean, I can see it is getting, it's hard because she's famous and she's on this show because of Tiger King. Mm -hmm. So how can you not play into the Tiger King thing? So like last night when she was the lion and instead of it being like the Lion King, it was the Carol Baskin. And I was like, oh, you guys might have taken that one a little too far. (laughs) Too far. Too far. Too far. And you know that if I think it's too far, we've got issues. So last night is my favorite night. And I'm kind of bummed that they had it so early on in the season. I know. It was weird. The Disney night. And I when I saw it, um, when I was doing research for the show, I was like, they're already having the Disney night? Oh, my gosh. What are they going to do? Like, what are they going to do? How are they going to keep my attention? Yeah. Because I many times just fast forward through the dances and look at the scores and see if my person's doing well. Um so, yes, like you said, Carol Baskin and her partner, Pasha, they performed Circle of Life from The Lion King. Wasn't a shock that they performed something from The Lion King. They got a 12 yeah. out of 30, and I agree with that score. I would maybe <laughs> think it was a 10. Yeah, it was It was odd. I don't know. It was very immature, I felt like, too. Like, not immature in, like, she a is immature. way. It's just... Yeah, it just wasn't very technically savvy. Right. Well, it's Carol Baskins. Um, Anne yeah. Heche. What do you think of Anne Heche? I like her. I didn't think she was that bad, did you? Am I, am was I that not... the Mary Poppins one? No. They performed... They did the quick step. Zero to Hero mm-hmm. performance from Hercules. Oh, yeah. I didn't think it was bad. She's interesting, though. That's right. Anne Hay. Okay. It's all coming back now. She has got quite a sense of humor. She's very funny. Um, But I don't mind her. I think she's doing a good... I think they're all doing a pretty good job, actually. Neve is one of my favorites, though, besides Caitlin Bristow. I have notes. Neve, who's dancing with Jenna Johns. Oh, yeah. They did the the Pirates of the Caribbean, which I'm not a big Pirates of the Caribbean so fan. So I 
I like Pirates of the Caribbean, but it's not something I necessarily watch all the time. But and it wouldn't be my like first choice of a movie to watch. But mm-hmm. uh, I thought he did a really good job as Jack Sparrow, and he kept up the character throughout the whole dance. And I really like Neve as it is, but um, I liked him. He did a good job. And then Nellie performed to a song from an upcoming movie, which I think is a little controversial. Um, yeah. And I didn't I didn't think his performance was great. I thought last week was better yeah. when he was dancing to his yeah. own stuff. Right? His comfort I know. I level that... was a little higher, maybe. Yeah. I think I fast-forwarded through most of his because I wasn't really that into it. So I have a huge crush on Jesse Metcalf. He's a big Hallmark guy. He was on Desperate Housewives. Before that, I think he was on Passions. Yeah, he did talk about that. Yeah, so I love him, but I didn't love his performance last night of Kings um, of New York. They That's what they danced to from Newsies. And so I agree I with the 20 out of 30 score. Yeah, I his was one of the ones where in the beginning, like I watched the first couple seconds of it, I guess. And then I was like, meh. And I just kind of fast forwarded in to the scores. Um, but he does he have a wife or like a girlfriend or something? So when I stalked him on Instagram this weekend, I didn't find any like woman in his pictures. And does the woman he's dancing with have a significant other? I don't know. But it would be I easy just... to fall in love with him if you were single. Well, but I think that he might be into her and you know, he talked about that first dance. He talked about them having really good chemistry, but he also said passion. And he was like, it's just, and the way he said it, I was like, huh, that's interesting. Interesting. So, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, another one I liked was from Aladdin. They they danced to Pr- Prince Ali, AJ McLean, Backstreet Boy yeah. himself. And I've always liked Cheryl Burke. His partner. Yes, I like her too. Um, Caitlin, of course, um, did How Far I'll Go from Moana. And she was barefoot, which she said was because of her ankle. And um, I think she should have got it. Like, Derek Huff is being a little too rough on Caitlin. Back off, buddy. Right? Back I know. off. She Who made so you king? Good. Right? I know. He, I don't know. But she was doing such – she flows so good with, like, all of her movements. Mm-hmm. I just love watching her. And I love how excited she is. It's so cute. And Jason has been posting, like, every night when she comes home and, like, she's on TV. And it's so cute. They're so cute. And then they had the highest score of the night. And then Johnny Ware and Britt Stewart performed. And they did Reflection from Mulan. And they also got yeah. a 24 out of 30. So, she's got some competition. Yeah. And then it came down... Oh, I forget who the bottom two were, but Carol Baskin is not returning. Yes. Oh, Anne Heche and Carol Baskin. That's one I didn't understand. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't understand Interesting. that. Did hmm. not understand. Um, all right. Amazing Race. The cast was revealed-ish. Yeah. Did you see that? Um, I did see some of it. I'm pulling it up again real quickly, just so I can look at it again. And again, it's coming back October 14th, which I haven't watched in years. Amber, when was the last time you watched Amazing Race? 
It's been a while. So for sure. For Ashley's sake, we are going to do this. Do the dang thing, as they say. Um, And they released that the legs would be through Trinidad, Tobago, France, Germany, Brazil, Kazakhstan, and more. There's 11 teams, and they it looks like they only revealed a few of them. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like um, they're from all different ages and backgrounds. The youngest person being 24, and the oldest person being Jerry, who is 60. Mm-hmm. And the season has couples, siblings, friends, and coworkers. So it's a really good mix of the different dynamics that the fans will get to see on TV. And I think as we talked about this before, this is one of the first times that it's not going to be... In a while. First time, yeah. Like, but I do see there's former NFL stars on there. There's professional volleyball players. So there's people that might be known, but not because oh. of reality TV. Okay, that's a good point. Because I think the last time it was like Big Brother and other reality type shows that were on it. Maybe Survivor, Big Brother and Survivor people were on it, and that's yeah. what the people disliked. So much. <laughs> so much. All right, Big Brother. Before we get into Bachelor Land, Big Brother. Yeah. Are you all caught up? I am. I did watch it on Sunday and I watched it all the way through. It didn't stop five minutes before it was over. Thank gosh. I know. So sorry since, about that. Since our last podcast when we when we podcast last danny was hoh she nominated david david and kevin we knew david would remove himself because he had the special power so she replaced him with tyler which was a little like what are you doing that's your alliance that was a really bad move but her and tyler haven't been connecting and that was just the nail in the coffin of that relationship and I understand that, but that was a really like for being on Big Brother for what is this her third time? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like it was the greatest uh, move for her alliance and for her game because it put her into question with a lot of her alliance members, and we're starting to see that play out even more as the weeks have started to go by or the episodes have started to go by. And so it just wasn't a good move, especially when there were other people that were not in her alliance that she could have put up. It's different when you're getting to the end. Right. She did it too soon. Yeah, she did it way too soon. And uh, yeah, it just is not smart. So then Devon won Power of Veto and she took Kevin off the block, which spoke volumes. And... Danny replaced <laughs> Kevin with Ian. What the hell? I know. And I had a lot of hope that Ian was going to survive. Because if I were voting, I would have voted out Tyler. Would you have voted out Tyler or Ian? Hell no, I would have voted out Ian. Why? So, because I still am going back to the original... I have too much baggage in regards to Casey winning that year and not Tyler. Everybody, that's why I actually loved Ian's exit so much is because at the end of the day, it's a game. You have to do what's best for your game and everybody's playing by that rule, but yet they're so butthurt and it's more like an emotional butthurt, not like I'm going to be out of the game. It's like they've been betrayed by, you know, their best friend 
And now they have to like go and do whatever. And so everybody's just so butthurt. And I thought that's what came down to in Tyler's case is that everybody hated how well he played the game. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I think too, Tyler had more of an alliance, more had um, more of a social game with a lot of different people where Ian, I know that he has some challenges in that aspect too, but I don't know. We didn't get to see as much of his gameplay, I feel like, with everybody. So it was harder. Because he he did say he was going to lay low until it got closer to the end. And that's when he was going to turn up the heat. Um, But he was voted out five to three. And he was the first member of the jury. And Nicole voted to evict Ian. And I follow Janelle on Twitter. And she posted some um, behind the scenes, like live feed footage of Nicole trying to practice crying so it would look like she was being emotional over Ian when she's not. And then she lied over and over and over about voting Ian out. And I get why she's doing it, but I think I'm done with Nicole. I've been done with Nicole since Janelle didn't like her. I mean, I've never been a huge fan of Nicole in at all i mean i never watched her previous series or seasons i only saw her when um vic yeah right when he proposed to her i mean i just saw that and that's my first introduction but i tried listening to her podcast and i just wasn't a big fan of it and nick kept telling me she does really good gameplay and so that's the thing um but i've just never been a huge fan of her and i know that she's lost a lot of sponsorship because there were some things that were shown on the live feeds about her making fun of Ian. And uh, didn't we talk about I that on think, the last podcast? I don't remember if we talked about it or not. Okay. There's we, so many episodes that go on in between our so many. Like I but, seriously have a notes app where I like keep track of Big Brother so that I can update our shop. Yeah. <laughs> no. When it's time. What happened? Uh oh. I don't know. We're good. Okay. Oh, okay. Jessica Simpson. I saw a breaking news Jessica Simpson and it was fluff. Wasn't anything important. Oh. Okay. But yeah, I was sad to see Ian go though. I would have rather had them put up Devon. She won Power Veto. I know. I just (laughs) rather her gone. I was just mad that she won Power of Veto. Tyler was so close, and then he breathed like an idiot. Why would you breathe? That was the worst. Power <clears throat> that was the I hated dumbest watching thing that. ever. It stressed me yeah. out. Ugh. Yeah. But, it like you tough. said, Ian's exit was very, like, he's so graceful. Yes, graceful. Yeah, and he was like, word. no, they, they got me. Like, good for them. Like, it sucks, but they got me. Like, that's what the game is about. Mm-hmm. And I love that because I think that over the years, I think that it's gotten away from that. Right. And then Memphis so. won the head of household and he nominated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what do you think of Memphis? I don't like Memphis. I think that he's a no. shady character. And I think he's, but he's a playing jackass. the game. He's playing the game. He is playing the game, but he's playing it in a real dirty way. But he's doing it the same way. Like he is mad because nobody's listening to him. But then he's mad when people tell him what to do. And I'm like, okay, you got to understand that they're doing the same thing you did. So, and he's not playing the game smartly. He's playing it really dumb. 
he's letting too much of his cards show and too much of his assholeness. And it's not going to serve him well. What do you think of his two final three groups that have now been blown up because I know well, people I didn't are understand smarter than you, that. Memphis. He thought he was building I don't understand why he did two that. final threes, but he had one common person in each one. And he assumed yeah, that, that person was, was loyal to him, but that person was not. That was Enzo, right? Yeah. Enzo. Because it's Memphis, Enzo, and Cody, and then Memphis, Enzo, and Christmas. Those are the two yeah. threes that he built. And Enzo and Cody are buds. Like, why would you assume? I know. So as soon as, that anyway, dumb. as soon as Memphis was no longer HOH, Enzo's like, and Cody was HOH, which we'll get to in a second. Enzo's like, hey, bud, guess what? Blow up Memphis's <laughs> game. Um, yeah. So anyway, Memphis nominated Devon and Kevin with a grand scheme of backdooring David, which I don't understand. David's not like a big threat. Yeah. I know. That's what I haven't gotten about Memphis this whole time. Like, I get you don't like him because he's a rookie and he's definitely showing it. But he clearly isn't a threat to you. So get out the other people out of the house first and get David later. Mm -hmm. And then Tyler won the veto and didn't use it, which I think annoyed Memphis. But before he didn't use it, he was like, Memphis, keep an eye on Danny and Nicole. I think they got things. And I'm like, so I guess Tyler is playing a great game. He is. He has great hair, too. he sees a lot of things. Like, he really pays attention to the behaviors and to the way that people are doing things. So he caught on to the whole Danny and Nicole thing, I think, long before anybody else has. And so. Tyler was on last season, right? No, two seasons two ago. Two seasons ago. But you watched his season. I did. His was my first season. I remember thinking he was such a dumb surfer dude. He's not at all. He's not at all. I'm like, why would they bring him back? Oh, he's so smarter than I thought. I don't think they showed that side of him the first time he was on Big Brother as much. Not as much, no. I loved him. Yeah. Him and Angela, they're so cute. That was cute when he won the money and he was like, that's going right in Angela's pocket. Yes. Um, And then, so Davon was evicted five to two. Finally. And then Nicole um, and Danny were the only ones that voted to keep Davon. And then they're lying to each other about it. I just don't understand. Yeah, that was dumb. So dumb. Um, and then um, there was a big tease about a returning Big Brother legend. And you have no idea who he is. But Dr. Will Kirby, who won season two. And he's had a lot of plastic he, surgery. He is yeah. a plastic surgeon. So it makes sense. But, like, he wasn't on Sunday's episode. Right. Like, they showed him for Thursday night, and then we never saw him again. And he's like, I'll be back for HOH and veto competition. Didn't he say that? Yeah. I don't know. It was all weird. It wasn't really that big of a thing. He, he was just saying, you're, you know, I'm, I'm living the big life. I'm in the penthouse. In these upcoming competitions, you're going to have to choose between prizes or power. That's that's all he did. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was dumb. But then, before the end of that episode, they dropped a bomb and let us know there's going to be a two-hour special this Thursday. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm so bummed I have plans with my girlfriends and... Argh, but DVR will catch it. Three people are going to be evicted. 
It's going to shake it up, man. I know. I'm very nervous, but I'm very excited. I feel bad because I know that Kevin's probably going home. I I don't think Kevin was ever going to make it to the end, but I do like Kevin. Um, and I just feel bad for him. But uh, I'm guessing Kevin, David, and Danny. If they're smart. If they're smart. They could skip Kevin and David for right now. They could. Go they could. Danny, Nicole, and Memphis. Bye. Yeah. If I ruled the world. Um, and Cody won HOH. He nominated Kevin and David. Like, why do yeah. they keep nominating these floaters? They're not going to get anywhere. I know. Shake it it's up. Dumb. Shake it up. Yeah. Everybody's too afraid. It's true. It's true. But you're still loving Big Brother? Oh, yeah. It's gotten better. The first couple episodes were not great, but it has gotten better. All right. You ready to jump into Bachelor Nation? Yeah, for sure. So, what's the first thing on the Bachelor Nation topic? I think it's the new social media policy um, regarding condemning racism, and it's about time. Yes. Yes. Talk about it, Amber. Um, so on Tuesday, September 29th, uh, which was, is that today? Yes. <laughs> Did you not so see today? it? Well, no, I saw it, but I didn't see all of it and I forgot what day it was. Oh. So <laughs> I just saw it on the dock and I didn't like pay attention to what day it was talking about. Mm. Um, Bachelor Nation released a new social media policy that condemns racism and all forms of hate across all platforms. So they posted on Instagram saying, we encourage you to have fun and share the love in the comments of our posts and the posts of our cast members. However, we condemn racism, bullying, and hate in all its forms and have introduced new community guidelines for interacting on our posts. We will be deleting comments which are abusive towards our cast members and reserve the right to block users who display this behavior. And the post ends the question with, are you here for the right reasons? So, um, apparently, the franchise is going to be uh, deleting anything that has obscene language, insults, threats, or harassment towards their users, organizations, or cast members, but also comments that are hateful, racist, xenophobic, homophobic, transphobic, sexist, sexually explicit, or vulgar in nature. Um, and I think this has been a long time coming because they've been speaking out, Bachelor Nation in general has been speaking about out about um, hate and how there isn't more diversity on the bachelor show. So I think this is just another thing that kind of took place. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's definitely about time. I mean, it's been going on forever, but I certainly hope they hired 700 new people because that is going to be a busy job deleting those comments. Right. Because the you temps, have to monitor the temps right? that are hired just for that. You can sit on your I mean, couch and watch TV, just monitor the comments. Right. Because you'd have to watch, like, I mean, is it just on their post? Or is oh, it on sure. all Bachelor Nation people? Because then you have to have somebody to monitor just Caitlyn's, just I'm Ben Higgins. I'm sure it's just, just theirs. They can't. They mm -hmm. can't crack the into other people's accounts. No. But it's still going to be a big job. Big job. Oh, but huge, sure. awesome move in, in the right direction, I think. Yeah, I agree. I just hope it sticks. Mm-hmm. Did you see that Hannah Brown started a YouTube channel? I did. So I didn't. Is it officially 
started started. Like I didn't go to the YouTube channel. I just saw her post about her YouTube channel and how she was going to start telling her own story in her own way. So she did post one video, but it's under two minutes. And she promises um, in the caption that she plans for her channel to be a place where she can finally tell her own story, her own way. Um, and yeah. Sweet. And I guess Tyler Cameron has a YouTube chan- a video where he's speaking Wait. from a bathtub. And she also was speaking from a bathtub drinking a teacup labeled Boy Tears. Yeah. So I didn't know he had one either. No. There's but- too much, guys. Yeah, are you gonna be on TikTok? Are you gonna be on Instagram? Are you gonna be on YouTube? Are are you gonna be on my TV? I don't know. Yeah, it's too much. And then you have like the reels on Instagram and stories. What are reels? So reels, I I think, is their way (laughs) to be like TikTok. So they're only like sixty seconds or something like that. They're like fifteen to sixty seconds. So it's their version of reels and it's what they put in place. I think when they kept thinking that TikTok was going to get banned. So they did that. And then they have the Instagram TV and then they have the stories and then we have our posts. And then, I mean, it's, it's too much. I can't be in everything. Mm-hmm. It's, I can't. I have people that like every photo I post, but they never look at my stories. So that tells me they're not story people, right? Yeah. There's, there's too much, too many layers. You're, you're overwhelming the older people here. Yeah, I agree. It's too much. <laughs> um, and then Hannah Goodwin is crashing virtual bachelorette watch parties. Doesn't that sound fun? That does sound fun. Yeah, using Zoom. Um, and if oh, I was going to say, how is she doing that? Yeah, there's in, there's instructions on her Insta. Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah, so that's a lot of fun. Um, bachelor season has started, is getting ready to start filming. I hear it's going to be in the next couple weeks. From the inside information I heard today after I made these notes, um, the women are arriving where they're filming today. And so filming will actually start in a couple weeks after they've been quarantined. So Matt James signed um, off. I I was going to say, because Matt signed off. so. So he's there quarantining. I hear the girls are arriving today and tomorrow. So January kickoff is still probably going to happen. I'm excited. I'm excited for his season. I'm I'm going to watch Bachelorette, but I'm not all that thrilled right now. I can always change my tune because it's happened before. But right now, I'm not that thrilled. So right before we, we went on the air, um, they released, ABC.com released Claire's Men. So can you pull up that list? I know we did this yep, before, but, you- but I think it was pre-COVID, right? Yeah, it was pre-COVID. All right. Now you're not going to be able to see my face. That's okay. If I can get the thing to load. Oh, there it goes. But I don't even know why we're meeting her cast because everybody already knows who she chooses. So what's the point of this? Well, do you want to oh, even right, do this then? they become... <laughs> then oh, they no, become Tasha's. Baby Tasha. So really, we're looking at Tasha's uh, men, and I'm not all that impressed with the first one. AJ, 28, a software software salesman from Playa del Rey, California. So he's a no. Yeah. Let's just do yes, no's, and maybe side comments. What about Ben, 29, from California? He has a very weird side part, no. What about Bennett, 36, from New York? 
I like him. Um, he's a good-looking guy, but he also looks like a little bit of a douchebag. Yeah, I before Steve, I tend to be attracted to douchebags. Um, Blake thirty-one from Arizona. Um, he's a male grooming specialist, which I'm very concerned about. But he's really cute. He looks like I'm gonna go with yes. Does he look short to you? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They're doing weird photos. Like, we, it's really only, like, shoulders up, which is odd. I know. How about the other Blake? He is from Ontario, Canada. Um, I'm going to go with maybe. Mm-hmm. His beard is throwing me off a little bit, but I think he might be a cutie. He might be nice. Brandon, 28, from Ohio. He's serious. He's very, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with yes on this one. Why not? Oh, Siri. See, when I say the this word serious, she gets confused. Um, okay. Brendan, not Brandon. Nope. Brendan, 30, from Massachusetts. I agree. I agree. No. Um, Chasen, I think he was on the previous list. He's from San Diego, California. Eh, I sure. Think, I think he's adorable. Um, Chris, 27, from Utah. No. Dale, 31, from Brandon, South Dakota. Absolutely, yes. I mean, who isn't going to vote for Dale? Come on. He's the best one on the list for Claire. <laughs> That's Dale Ro- Moss, Ross. What's his last name? Uh, Ross, I think, yeah. Yeah. Damar, he's 26, from Arizona. I like him, yes. He's a spin cycle instructor. You think he works for Cycle Bar? Oh, maybe. Um, easy. That's his name. Easy. That's horrible. He's from California. <laughs> but he, you know what? He's not a bad-looking guy. Let's go with yes. Okay. Ed, 36, from Florida. I'm going to go with no, just yeah. because I do not like how low that shirt is on Like, it just looks weird. It looks like he's going to sell you either protein or cars. Yeah, and he looks like he's constipated. Mm-hmm. Garen, 34, uh, from California. No. He looks childish. How about Ivan or Yvonne, from 28, from Texas? Go with yes. Jason, 31, from Arlington, Virginia. You know what? I'm going to go with yes, too. He looks like he's down to earth. What are you drinking? Um, Spade and Sparrows Rosé. Because you are, you're yesing a lot of these. Um, Jay, 30, from Florida. I am not yesing this guy. No. <laughs> How about Jeremy? He's 40. From the District of Columbia. He looks like he might be a douche, but I'm going to go with yes. How about Joe? He's 36 from New York. Nope. Jordan C, 26 from New York. Mm, No. How about Jordan M, 30? No. From California. Nope. Kenny, 39 from Illinois. Didn't we already see that face? He looks I don't very know. Much He's like a boy band else. manager. Oh, I didn't catch that part. Yikes! That's but he does L. appear to have a chest tattoo, so I'm going to go with yes. How about Mike, 38 from Canada, Alberta? Mm, no, I like him. He looks like Ooh. he'd be in a Hallmark movie. Um, Page, absolutely not on Page. Absolutely not. That mustache needs to fucking go. Riley from New York. He's 30. No. What about Robbie? 31 from Florida. 
Nope. There's a Tyler C. He's 27. He's a freaking lawyer from Virginia, West Virginia. Mm, let's go with yes. Tyler S. From nope. Texas. Mm-mm. Yosef, he's 30 from Alabama. Nope. Zach, without the H, he's 36 from New Jersey. Uh, no. <laughs> and last but not least, we have Zach with an H, who is from I'm gonna Utah. I'm going to go with yes. I like him. Yes. Yeah. So that was fun. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Woohoo! So you're not excited for the Bachelorette? When is it starting again? I'm not. Um, I think it's the night before. Um, uh, it's like October 13th. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Because because then we have um, Amazing Race the next night. It's on my calendar, so I know when it's happening. I just want to make sure you don't forget because you don't really care to watch. <laughs> I know. You're going to have to remind me for sure. <laughs> um, did you hear about the Ben Higgins news this week? There were a couple things. No. So I saw that you posted something on the doc about it. Um, I did not go into it and read it fully, um, but I didn't hear about this. I must have been out of it this last week. So Ben and Ashley, I have kind of been focusing on Bachelor news and having guests on. And so... Um, in the podcast before last that they posted, because husband's out of town, so I am all caught up on my podcasts. Um, they spoke about the Colton Cassie. You know, Cassie filed a restraining order. It was accepted. And um, Ben made a comment where he was like, you know, love makes you do crazy things. And this freaked people out. They, whoa, came after him. So much so that a few days later, Ben and Ashley I had a, a follow-up podcast saying, you know, sometimes we say things we don't absolutely think through. And they had a professional on talking about, like, domestic violence. They had um, a former Bachelor person, someone that was on The Bachelor show that had um, gone through domestic violence and all of that. So I was like, whoa. Okay, so here's the deal. So people, one, need to chill the fuck out. But. And two. But. Ben. But. These are people that have suffered through, like, been victims of abuse. I can't speak so I, to that. And how well, so his comments might make me feel if I were in their shoes. Sorry, playing devil's advocate. We don't have Ashley, nope, so I'm fine. trying. So I've been in an abusive relationship. And I think that his comment wasn't necessarily, I don't think it was ever meant that direction. I think that people need to, I think people are getting overly sensitive regarding certain topics because that's the climate we live in. That's true. And I think that we take things out of context and relate them to ourselves and so it's projection. It's about projecting what you're feeling based on somebody else's comment. And he's not, I'm not, I mean, he's not wrong in a way that there is something that switches with people. Like it doesn't, it may not happen with everybody, 
But all of a sudden, something switches and you become a fucking psycho. Like, I don't know what love. it is. I'm, it's it's something Right. Wrong. It's not love. But it's that you think that brain type thinks that you're in love and you have something wrong with your mind that makes you think that what you're doing is okay. And there's also that fear, I think, that lives deep inside those people to say, this is how I'm going to keep this person. So it is absolutely messed up. And, you know, it's all about control and fear. And that's where it's coming from of the person who acts out psychotically. But I also think that it's really hard for us to speak in regards to Cassie and Colton because we only know what we're seeing on social media. And, you know, they had this amazing relationship and then all of a sudden we thought everything ended. Well, right. We think that everything has been fine and then it just switches. Um, So, but coming after Ben and making, I don't know, it's just hard because I feel like people are doing a lot of projection these days. And I think we have to stop and take a look at what's really happening before we start attacking somebody else. I agree. I agree. Um, In other Ben Higgins news, he's going to have a book. So I didn't know that he was writing a book, I don't think. I didn't either until he posted that he's he's going to have a book. And it's set to release February 21st, 2021. Um, And he says it's not a bachelor tell-all. It's opening up about a deep fear of rejection. He wants to be um, an... It's an honest book to help connect with those who feel the same pain and suffering. And he said since childhood, he's hid a a big fear of rejection. Huh. I'll buy it. (laughs) Interesting. Of course you will. He was at his generous coffee company on Sunday, but I was like, no. I had things to do. Yeah. I didn't. I saw him talking on Instagram, but I don't know what my deal is. No. (laughs) I don't. Oh, my gosh. I just watch things. And half the time, I don't even watch them anymore. Like, I'm barely on Facebook. I am barely on Instagram. Like, I I just, I I don't know. I what think are the you negativity is time? getting to me. Oh, I definitely you know, are. I'm unfollowing people like crazy. Yeah. I'm reading or I'm playing stupid games on my phone or sleeping or working. I've been, I've been working long hours, but. The negativity is just, it's too much for me these days, and I can't take it. I mean, it's so much, though, that I don't even want to post. I can't even find my find the ability to post something that's positive and speaking to anything because the negativity that is just around, not that anyone's forcing negativity on me, it's just there's so much of it, and there's so much hate, and there's so much everything. I'm just, I'm just sick. And so I just don't even want to be on there anymore. I got that. I understand. Hopefully it'll get better after November. I, I, don't, I actually worse, think actually. Yeah. It doesn't matter which way it goes. It doesn't matter. I, I encourage people to vote because that's just something that we should encourage. I don't, no matter what your side is, you figure out your stuff and you vote and you have a voice. But I think no matter who becomes president, it's not going to get any better because we've already set our country up for failure. So we've taken the ability to recognize humanity and 
that people are humans away from everyone. And we've made everything into some kind of political agenda. And it's sad that we can't just be human with people. Mm-hmm. So. Ooh, heavy. Yeah. <laughs> that went south real quick. Right. It didn't go <laughs> south. It just went heavy. I didn't say south. But no, you're right. <laughs> Everything you said is is actually correct. Do you watch the Jada Pinkett um, Red Table Talks on Facebook? Uh-uh. I haven't nope. either. I just saw this this like headline flash, and I don't know when, but she is sitting down with Brene Br- Brown, and she talks about her struggle with codependency. And I I was like codependency. So I had a couple <laughs> girlfriends in college that. Thought I was I was too I was a codependent person and I couldn't couldn't go without having a boyfriend. Really? Yeah. And now as like twenty years later, ten years later, I don't know, fifteen years later, I, I don't want to do the math. Um, somewhere around there, I'm like, that's no way, shape, or form how I am at all. Like you don't foresee like I my husband travels and it I'm fine, right? Yeah. But, well, and you do a lot of stuff by yourself, too, like just in general. And maybe that was to prove them wrong. And maybe that's why I'm <laughs> I'm such an introvert. I'm like, I don't need anyone. They, th- they said I need people. I don't need anyone. But have you had any experiences with codependency? Have you dated anyone? <laughs> yeah, I've dated some people. <laughs> but you're not a codependent person. No, I think at some point in my life I was. Um, I think... Before 2012, I was probably a codependent person, but I think um, that was based on a lot of things from my childhood and the fear of being alone. Um, I was afraid of, you know, getting older and not having anybody. And um, I think there was a lot of things that I didn't understand about myself. So I think that's where the codependency comes from, too, is that you don't know who you are. And maybe you're not comfortable in that skin. And so it's easier to tag along with somebody else and kind of be a part of that world. Well, from the Mental Health America website, which I'll share the link in our notes, it's a learned behavior that can be passed down from one generation to another. It's an emotional and behavioral condition that affects an individual's ability to have a healthy, mutually satisfying relationship. It's known as relationship addiction. Oh. Yeah. And it can affect spouses, parents, siblings, friends, coworkers. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's very insightful. I did this research, um, and codependents have low self esteem. Look for anything outside of themselves to make themselves feel better. They find it hard to be themselves. Some try to feel better through alcohol, drugs, or nicotine and become addicted. Others may develop compulsive behaviors like workaholism, gambling, um, bad sexual activity. Yeah. So some of the characteristics, an exaggerated sense of responsibility for the actions of others, um, difficulty identifying feelings, uh, rigidity. Or difficult adjusting to change, problems with intimacy and boundaries, chronic anger, lying, poor communication. So I just thought it, you know, I like I said, I'm going to share the link in our notes, and we don't have to read through the entire article, but I thought it was very insightful because when I saw her talking about it, and I, I haven't seen the full interview, Brene Brown caught my eye. That's what caught my eye because I love Brene Brown, 
And I just feel like I it's something know. that I didn't completely understand until I stopped and went, huh, what is codependency for for this purpose? I don't... Who is Bernie Brown? So she's like an Oprah type. I don't know how oh. she got started. I think maybe books. But she has very... You need to look her up, Amber. She is a positive poly, like, woman oh. power type girl. Lady. She's a lady. <laughs> okay. I will check her out. What are you doing with your phone? I'm dancing. Well, so... <laughs> I, I know. I'm sorry. Well, so, one, I'm ordering my dinner from Nick. Two, um... <laughs> I see. Two, I keep going to our Google Docs and looking at that. And then when you said positive Polly, that reminded me that I needed to look at a quote. And so... <laughs> there yet. Brene Brown. She's an American professor, lecturer, author, and podcast host. She holds the Huffington Foundation's Brene Brown Endowed Chair at the University of Houston. Um, let's see. Yeah, she's just she's just got a lot of insight. Interesting. I'll look her up. Mm-hmm. See what she's all about. Yeah. I I love her quotes. They're all throughout my planner. I manually write them. Really? Yes. Um, Ooh, I'm going to start writing quotes in my planner. Yes. I'll like do like six months ahead and then forget them. And then I'll like turn the page into a new week and be like, whoa, yes, that's that's insightful. Um, I shared a list of music for fall 2020 yeah. since we're in fall. Yes, we are. And I think this will be our last topic before we hit that positive poly, okay? Okay, I am trying. I am opening up the thing right now. So there's a whole list, and it's on Spotify. It's from Billboard. It's just jams for the fall. And some of the ones that I think um, stood out, it's, and like, only one of two of them were artists I'd even heard of, but I listened to the whole playlist as I was putting together our notes. But The Neighborhood, don't know who they are, but their song on this list is called Sweater Weather, and I just love the song. And It sounds like a good song. But it's not like what I thought it would be. It's really good. Um, Broken Bells, have you heard of them? Nope. They have a song called October. Um, Wallows? Nope. They have a song called Drunk on Halloween, and it's not what you think. I just feel like it's... Yeah. And then, of course, we have Taylor Swift, who has Cardigan, and Drake doing it wrong. Yeah, I might listen to... Well, Sean Mendez is on here. I might listen to him. I'm not a big Sean Mendez fan. Oh, I love Sean Mendez. Oh, Brian McKnight is on here. I know. I didn't even know he was, like, doing stuff still. Yeah. It's been a while since I've heard that name. Oh, Mountain Goats. I just like their name. (laughs) So we'll share the link to that Dido? playlist. Dido, right? Another one that I'm like, Brian McKnight and Dido are still doing things? Yeah, that's... <laughs> now I'm trying to click on your picture, so... Oh, and there we go. It wouldn't let me click on it. Ah. So we'll share a link to that list. And if you have any fall songs that you are jamming out to, since it's officially fall 2020, make sure and share. Okay, Amber, what are you listening to? So I downloaded a lot of albums um, after the uh, Country Music Awards. Mm. So I downloaded the Keith Urban um, new CD. I downloaded, or album, um, I downloaded the Tim McGraw album. 
And I also, oh my God, big spider. That's not an artist I'm familiar with. <laughs> Amber, actually. It's up my wall. I, I can see from your face. <laughs> Are you going to be okay? No. And I also downloaded the Dixie Chicks Gaslighter. Aren't they thing. called the Chicks now? Oh, yeah. Them. <laughs> did you get it? Did you yeah. get it? I did. I was live and in color. I'm so sorry. You're fine. You're fine. So I'm not listening to any music that's new. I am listening to a couple podcasts. One is Wine and Crime podcast. It's these girls that kind of sit down. And like the one podcast I've listened to of theirs is two hours long. And the first hour they go over hair like different hair types i thought it was very like educational and then they go into a crime that involved hair like hair helped um oh convict someone incorrectly and it was just it was it took me on a journey and i loved it and i was cleaning house so two hours didn't affect me and then the murderish podcast i think i've heard of it yeah um she's very monotone and very like she yeah, yeah but you know who I dropped off? My favorite murder. Like, Ashley had said when yeah. she recommended it that they might be a little too chatty for me. It took them 45 freaking minutes on the last two episodes yeah. to get into the thing. And I was like, I'm done with you girls. Sorry. I think they're yeah, funny. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I like their... But cut off the intro. Um, Yeah. Are you listening to any yeah. new podcasts? Um, I started listening to one from, um, it's an audio truck production. So it's from Ashley Flowers and it's one about, um, like, uh, what is it called? It's park murders. Yes. Or something. Yes. Didn't I recommend um, that on our podcast once? Park predators. Yeah. So I just started listening to that. I only listen to it in the mornings cause I listen to my books on my way to and from work. Um, so I use my mornings for my podcast time. When I'm getting ready, but um, which has been significantly um, reduced since I started getting eyelashes. <laughs> um, but uh, so that's the only new podcast I've been listening to, though. Are you reading anything new? Um, I just started reading a new book called Bridged. Um, it is by uh, Kendra Elliott, I believe. Yes, Kendra Elliott. Um, and it's kind of in one of her series. So she has. I like her books because um, they have a lot of the same characters, but each book focuses on a different set of characters, Mm -hmm. but then like intertangles some of the ones from her other books. So it's kind of interesting when it does that. So this one is about um, Mason, uh, whose name I can't remember his last name right now, Mason and Ava. And Ava is an FBI uh, person and Mason is part of the local PD and they're trying to solve um, a murder of men who have been, strung off bridges uh naked so um i just started that one but i did just finish rachel hollis i finished uh girl wash your face or no i'm sorry uh girl stop apologizing which i have been trying to read for like the last 10 months Mm -hmm. um i've just kind of gone back and forth but i just finished that one what about you i just started my next book club book and i I need to get to getting because it's like 
in 20 days. Um, and I'm not camping anytime soon. But it's The Tattooist of Auschwitz. It's the um, it's a 2018 okay. Holocaust novel by New Zealand novelist Heather Morris. It tells the story of how um, there is a Jewish person who was imprisoned at Auschwitz in 1942. He fell in love with a girl. And it's based on the real lives of the author. Um, no. Wow. Based on the real lives. It's based on real life. Um, so I, I got a couple chapters in and I'm like, well, this is really good. And I just haven't had time to pick it up again. Huh. It sounds good. Outside of all the shows we mentioned, is there anything else you're watching on TV? Do you have time? I don't, I don't think so. There doesn't really seem to be like too much new on TV right now. Um, and I mean, our fall seasons and stuff like that aren't there. So, but Hallmark's Fall Harvest has started. I have fallen in love with it. It's Follow Me to Daisy Hills and, Fall- and Falling for Look Lodge are the two that have been dropped. And then there's one coming out this weekend that's about a country music singer. So I am loving Hallmark. Mm, yeah, I don't watch Hallmark. <laughs> All right. <laughs> do you have a positive Polly? I do. So um, with the new um, updates to iOS 14... Mm-hmm. And all of the new gadgets. Um, gidgets, I have a quote gidgets, to something. Widgets, widgets, widgets. Yes, I'm sorry, widgets. So the quote that is on my screen right now is: "You will never reach your destination if you stop and throw stones at every dog that barks." Truth. And that is a Winston Churchill quote, which I'm not always a huge fan of Winston Churchill, but I really do kind of like that quote. He's got a few um, good ones in there. I like that one. From the wine book, number 43, mulled wine is a cheering drink on a cold winter's day, which will be here before we know it. Use a a decent wine for it. Um, Rubbish wine is still rubbish wine, even when mulled. So you put 110 grams or four ounces of white sugar and a bottle of red wine into a large pan, enamel or stainless steel pan. Then you add lemon zest, a cinnamon stick, three cloves, and a pinch of mace. I don't know what mace is. M-A-C-E? That's how you pronounce it. Heat very slowly to retain as much alcohol as possible. Serve in warmed glasses. Rubbish wine is still rubbish wine. What? I don't like that tip. (laughs) Well, we're running out of them. I'm just saying. I don't know what we're going to replace the wine book with once we... I guess we don't need to replace it. We used to just end on positive poly. I know, but I like the wine book sometimes. Like the fun little quotes about wine are fun. I don't know. We'll think of something. Rubbish wine is still rubbish wine. Right? I love that quote because it's true. It is. Well, we'll be back in two weeks. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I don't know what day that is, but. It's a Tuesday. (laughs) Are you sure it's not the Tuesday of... I'm sure. Well, but is it the, that'll be the first week that um, everything's starting, right? Yeah. It's the 13th. Yeah. So that'll be the night of Bachelorette. And then the next night will be Survivor or Amazing Race. I mean, Um, it'll be the, it'll be the last podcast before both, both of those take over our lives. Yikes. Yeah. All right, everyone listening, thank you so much for listening. Make sure and rate, review us on all the things. And we posted this announcement, but we are on Amazon Music. 
You can find yeah, two girls and a exciting. bottle of wine. Um, when I sent it to Amber and Ashley, Ashley was like, what does that mean? I know. <laughs> well, I wasn't quite sure what it meant either. I was like, like you another... put us on there or like Amazon no, put us I, on there? No, I submitted us for it. I do that when I randomly see new platforms and it got accepted. I didn't want to tell you guys it, unless it got, you know, because what if it had been rejected? No one wants to be rejected, and I could hold all the rejection here and Especially not have to Ben Higgins. It. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.